Hello, and welcome to the Canopy Boulder podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Each week, we'll give you our perspectives on the latest news in the industry, bringing you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and the industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, valuation, and pitching investors. Why would we take on such a challenge? Well, we've helped launch 80 companies into the cannabis industry here at Canopy Boulder and made over 100 individual investments into these companies. So you might say we have the inside line on things. So join us as we take you deeper into legal cannabis and uncover all the nuances of starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. Hello, my name is Patrick Ray. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Canopy Boulder, and today we're going to talk about how to pitch. Uh, this is a um, super important part of being an entrepreneur: is to be able to pitch your business at any point to anybody who's asking you to hear about your business. Um, and so let's dive into it. Uh, we're going to talk today about the types of decks and documents that you should prepare if you're pitching. We'll go through some key slides. Uh, we'll talk about how to increase engagement with the people you're pitching to, uh, general do's and don'ts, follow-up tips, uh, a little advice on the uh, tricky two-minute pitch, and then also talk a little bit about investor communication as a bonus after you've secured your funding. Sound good? Let's move forward. Okay, so first question first, who is pitching? Uh, every team has members with different strengths and weaknesses. It's important to understand who is going to be the key pitch person and support them and give them space to focus and practice and be available to hear the pitch and give feedback at all points. But uh, though everybody should be able to pitch, it's good to have someone who accepts that responsibility and thinks about it uh, 365 days a year, okay? So let's talk about the investor docs. First, the investor pitch deck. This is the deck that you will be using in front of investors when you're at a uh, pitch forum, a conference with only accredited investors, you're meeting with a large group of investors, you're pitching an angel group. Uh, this is a very visual deck. Not a lot of words, not a lot of numbers, but the visuals are going to support the narrative. In this investor pitch deck, you will have your financial summary as well as your investment ask and use of funds. Uh, three slides that will not exist in your demo day pitch deck. So this is a public uh, pitch deck. One that you'll be giving maybe in front of a group of mixed industry people, mentors, advisors, friends, family, basically not just accredited investors. Um, so when you're doing a public pitch, you cannot speak to your investment ask or use of funds. Otherwise, that's a public solicitation. You can look that up online if you have more questions. Third type of investor document that we like to have our teams prepare is a leave-behind deck for investors. Think of this as your business plan in PowerPoint. Uh, this is going to be, gosh, maybe 50, 60, 70 slides. Really, it is a replacement for the business 
plan of the olden days, which no one writes anymore and no investors really like to ever receive. Everybody likes to operate in PowerPoint. The fourth doc is the executive summary. And that is usually a one or two pager that encapsulate your business in a couple of uh, sections of bullets and things like that. And we have some examples for that as well. All right, so let's first talk about that investor pitch deck in a little bit more detail. This is really about the art of storytelling. All pitching is, and stories get better and better the more you tell them, so it's important to practice. So when you're working on your pitch, you're working on your slides, make sure that you are iterating in the classic lean startup methodology uh, where you are creating a deck, you're pitching, and you're catching feedback and making adjustments and trying again. So practice, practice, practice. That will make things permanent. Two, uh, utilize a slide order to facilitate this storytelling. Uh, over the years, we've developed a nice flow in a outline, which I'm going to share with you shortly, that it seems like investors, partners receive well. And that is an important part of storytelling is making sure that the story is told in order that it's going to be received in the best fashion. So uh, we'll get to that next after this. Uh, next, uh, third, use big visuals to tell your story. Like I said earlier, your, your investor pitch deck shouldn't have a lot of numbers and letters on it. Um, you don't want to be uh, competing with the words on the slide deck when you're up in front of people or on stage pitching. You want their focus to be on you and the narrative and the story that you're telling about your business, and the visuals should just be supportive to that narrative. All right, and uh, yeah, like fourth point, again, few letters, words, even fewer numbers. Okay, let's move on to the key slides. Okay, so this is the 13 key slides we recommend entrepreneurs focus their pitch on. Now, 13 slides. If you've ever seen a Canopy Boulder company pitch, you know they're pitching more than 13 slides. This is a starting point for your pitch deck. And these are the 13 things that you need to cover in your deck. Now, if you create two slides to talk about your solution, or three slides to talk about your market opportunity, that's fine. Uh, just make sure that you are keeping focused on these talking points and you're finishing your presentation in about five minutes. So uh, these 13 points should be able to be covered in five minutes, and uh, the number of slides doesn't really matter. In fact, sometimes we encourage, and oftentimes we encourage the teams to have more visuals, more than just 13 slides, to keep the attention of the audience on their presentation. A nice dynamic presentation is going to keep everyone's attention as opposed to sitting on one slide for a long time, people's attention starts to waver. So uh, let's talk about these 13 slides. First one, intro grabber. Now you want to capture people's attention. Uh, that can be a personal anecdote, a shocking fact, a funny story, um, a visual that gets everyone's attention. Because once you get their attention, and you have to get their attention at the beginning of your presentation, it's the opportunity that where you have the greatest chance of securing that attention, you want to get it and keep it. So slide two is stating the problem. 
We always say here at Canopy Boulder that you need to fall in love with your problem, not your solution as an entrepreneur, because if you, that problem is good, you will be able to develop a solution that will evolve and pivot and maybe more solutions that build on to that initial solution, but it's all around the same problem, that root of your business. So speak to that problem that your business is going to solve. Naturally, once you state the problem, point three, how big is the problem? Uh, what is the market opportunity for solving or that, that uh, how big is the audience of businesses uh, that are all experiencing this problem? And then you can also then loop into point four, what is the solution, right? So you've introduced, got their attention, you've stated the problem, you've said how big it is. Now let's reveal the solution. Um, often that is followed by point five, a demo. Um, so you say, here's our solution. Let me show it to you. So you do a demo. Key is no live demos. We like screen capture videos um, and recorded demos uh, because when you're trying to do a live demo, it's you know like Murphy's Law. What could go wrong will. And it's always unfortunate when you're demoing your product to people and it doesn't seem to work. So make sure you stay away from those live demos. Um, once you've done the demo, the natural question that pops into people's minds is who's behind this? Who's built it? So point six is your opportunity to introduce your team. Uh, with the team slide, you know, we want to keep it brief. Ideally, with this slide and, and frankly with every slide in your deck or every point in your deck, the investor or the audience is going to hear what you have to say and nod uh, say, hey, they've got this, seems like they've got this covered, and then they start to uh, wonder what is coming next. So make sure with the team slide you're not lingering too long, that you sort of get to the high points of everyone and their experience, and the audience, the investors walk away thinking these people have this covered. Great team. After the team, you want to talk about traction, right? What has this team done? How has they've created the product or the solution? You know, how is it going in the market? What has been accomplished? What metrics can you speak to or point to that show that there is real traction and interest in the solution that you're providing to the problem? Uh, point eight, go to market. Okay, so you've got the problem, the solution, the demo, the team, the traction. So far, what's next? Um, what are your, what does your timeline look like? Usually this is a focus on a 12 to 18 month horizon, uh, but it's okay also here to sprinkle in some of your grander longer term vision. So make sure you are communicating how you're going to turn this business that you have today into an even better business tomorrow. Point nine, financial summary. So this is where you want to give a high-level overview of what the business looks like through the lens of a spreadsheet. Um, you know, again, you don't want to have too many numbers on these pages, so it's good to have a visual uh, that extracts out of your financial pro forma the high points. Uh, revenue, maybe you put gross profit in there, net profit, um, maybe just your expenses, uh, maybe number of customers. You don't want this to be crowded and cluttered, uh, but you want a, the investor to understand the scope and scale of the business today and in the future. Very important. Once you've done the financial summary, you kind of explained how the business makes money, 
Um, you've explained everything else about the business so far. You need to transition to point 10 is the investment ask. How much are you raising in what form and under what terms? Uh, this is a product of your term sheet that is a summary of your investment documents on the screen. Keep it simple. Uh, how much money are you raising? Uh, put that in the, uh, the middle of a hollow circle graphic that is in Excel and all the Google Sheets. Um, and, and then the outside, the parts of that hollow circle, uh, you can have your three or four large buckets of expenditures um, that you're going to be using in your point 11 use of funds. And sometimes, you know, folks can combine slide 10 and slide 11 investment ask and use of funds. Uh, because they are very naturally connected. So make sure it's really clear what you're going to spend. Uh, pro tip here, don't have a slice of the pie that is salaries. Uh, combine those into the different sections. So if you have sales and marketing, uh, operations, and R&D, and you have two people in sales and marketing, just include their compensation in that sales and marketing slice of the pie. Same thing for operations and R&D. Uh, slide 12, uh, you want to talk about your timeline. So it's a reminder of your go-to-market strategy after you've included your use of funds. So the investment ask uh, should be an amount that generally gives you 12 to 18 months of runway. Uh, the use of funds is a plan for spending that money, investing that money into the business. The timeline gives them a sense for what the timing is for those investments. What are And then what are the the um, milestones that you will achieve uh, using those funds, right? So they get a sense of where this is going to take the business. And then that's a lot of it. Uh, slide 13 is a thank you and a closing uh, and a reminder and maybe a, a revisiting of three reasons to invest. So we like to encourage our teams to state those three reasons to invest, um, why they think this is a good investment, um, ask for the uh, folks in the room to take it to the next level and become a, if they are interested in becoming a strategic partner and investor in your business to come up and find you. And always, 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 always finish by saying thank you. Um, this is a classic mistake that entrepreneurs uh, make in their pitch is they sort of trail off at the end of the pitch and don't end with a thank you. That is like the universal signal to the audience that you are done and you're ready for the next um, thing that you're going to do, whether that's Q&A or feedback or, you know, hurrying off the stage for the, uh, with, uh, with their applause in the background. So 13 slides, one intro grabber, two problem, three market size of the problem, market opportunity, four solution, five demo, six team, seven traction, eight go to market, nine, financial summary, 10, investment ask, 11, use of funds, 12, timeline, 13, three reasons to invest, and thank you. Okay. So, uh, and remember, that is a five-minute presentation. Uh, we list the 13 points. Don't be limited by, don't feel limited to 13 slides. You can have more slides and click that button uh more regularly in a shorter uh, time per slide, and you will keep the energy high for your presentation. Okay, so how to increase engagement. First, 
I always say, humor makes us human, right? So don't be afraid of telling a few jokes and making your helping your personality come out in the presentation. Uh, that can be really meaningful. And, you know, honestly, investors are investing in people. So it's okay to show a um, more holistic uh, presentation of yourself to them. Just make sure you're not telling off-color jokes. These are relevant, topical. We all enc always encourage our teams to have a couple cannabis jokes ready um, if they need be. Okay, two, uh, utilize the question and response style in your presentation. Um, what does that mean? So going back to the slides, um, the 13 slides, let's, let's talk about what that question response style means. So uh, I start my presentation, I've grabbed your attention, and I say, so what's the real problem here? And then I explain the problem. And then I ask the audience, so how big is this problem? What's the size of the market opportunity? Explain that. And then I say, so let's, let me, allow me to reveal our solution and introduce you to company X, right? So you are asking the questions that are naturally in the investor's minds and you're leading them to the answer, right? So it's the question response style. We find that is very, very, very helpful um, and helps keep the investor's attention because you're essentially doing their job right? You're up on stage asking the questions that they want answered and then delivering those answers for them. That is a very positive feedback loop. And remember, even if you're in a room full of multi-billionaire investors, they are, you are the shepherd of the flock. They are there to listen to you and you need to make sure that you use that responsibility wisely and lead them to where they need to go. Third, don't be afraid to capture people's attention by saying nothing. Dramatic pauses can get people's attention, and hopefully that little example there got you wondering if I was going to come back or there's some types of problem, but you leaned in, right? So, And that's what you want. So don't be afraid to use dramatic pauses. Uh, four, don't be afraid to utilize emphasis. And emphasis can be in the sound of your voice. That can be uh, physically. You can raise your hands. You know, you can uh, point something out. Uh, but don't be afraid to emphasize the key points. Um, one of my things I like to do is when there's an important point coming up in a presentation, I actually will speak to the audience and I'll say, hey, make sure you put your cell phones down because this is something you're absolutely going to want to see. And then I turn to the screen and lay out the next slide. So don't be afraid to emphasize. Five, don't be afraid to engage the audience and ask a question. It's one way to start that intro grabber, but it's okay uh, to make sure you're checking in with the audience on a regular basis, uh, that they're following and that they're engaged and they have a, an opportunity to give some feedback or you know participate in this presentation. The more you can engage them, the more they're gonna listen, the more they're gonna learn more. Uh, just make sure if you ask a question, it's a simple question, right? It's not, it's not a question where that you know requires a five-sentence response. It's a yes or no, raise your hand type question, and it's not going to be something that is personal or revealing uh, too much for the people in the audience. And then six, use body language. You know, sometimes you're on stage, sometimes you're in a conference room. Don't be afraid to be find that comfort and confidence in your body. Stand tall, stand firm, don't cross your arms, keep your hands down to your side. You can point, 
Uh, you can move, but don't shuffle, don't dance, don't hop, don't jump, don't fall off the stage. But make sure you're utilizing that body language. Okay, now uh, here's a quick list of things that you don't want to forget about pitching. As I said before, one, no live demo demos. Do never do a live demo. The chance of failure is too great and you don't want to fail uh, when you're showing an investor your product for the first time. <laughs> Two, 16 by nine. Uh, those of you who've worked in PowerPoint know this is an aspect ratio that most groups use. You want to make sure when you're going to pitch somewhere, you're going to pitch on a, for, a different computer, or you need to make sure that you are delivering the right aspect ratio slides to them. Three, nothing smaller than 14-point font. I'm old. I can't see. Uh, most investors are older than me, and they can see even less. If you are going to put letters and numbers on your slide, make them so that they can be uh, seen. Four, PowerPoint. I love all the other great presentation uh, software. I love Prezi. I love Google Slides. I love all that stuff. But if you're going to a pitch event, if you are most likely going to need to deliver the slides in PowerPoint, so just make sure that you know how to do that and you can get it to them and it isn't you know, 150 meg file. You know how to keep it. Uh, reasonable size that you can transfer to someone else. Uh, point five, don't forget when you're pitching, get there early and get to know the room. It's really important to have a physical comfort in the space that you're going to be presenting um, so that you're not surprised. You understand where the um, you're going to be in the light or out of the light. You understand the room. You can only move here or there. It's going to get hot. You can just prepare for it. Again, being ready and being prepared is a big part of this. Um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, make friends with the AV tech and preview your slides. I don't know how many times I've been to pitch events or conferences where somebody gets up on stage and looks at the screen and says, oh, those are the wrong slides or, oh, that looks funny. Hmm. This can all be prevented by connecting with the AV people, previewing your slides and making sure they don't look wrong. Uh, so just get there a little early and do that pre-work. Seven, look good. You will be judged on your appearance when you are presenting a business to investors. You are in a world full of judgment. You are an entrepreneur searching for capital or partnership or business. You are going to be judged on your appearance. Um, make sure that you are true to yourself and your own style and you are comfortable, but make sure you look good. That's, that's the only the advice I can give you. Last but not least, know your audience. Do your research beforehand. Um, is this a group of investors that understand the subtlety and nuance of the cannabis industry, or are they total newbies? You're going to have to explain what the cannabis industry is. Is this an investor who has a large portfolio, and how do you fit into that portfolio? Do your research ahead of time. Know your audience and how you're going to connect with them and uh, fit into what they're doing. All right? Follow-up. So you've done a pitch. You've got a bunch of cards. You came off stage and there was a line outside the door. You're walking away with 30 different investor cards. What do you do? Follow-up now. Do not wait. Get to it. Be responsive. Drive the conversation. 
Um, the longer you wait, the cooler the interest gets. If they've, the, the investor has made the move to come up and talk to you and hand them their card, respect that, respond back, move it forward. Two, utilize some sort of contact management system, whether that's a spreadsheet, a system like PipeDrive or a HubSpot. We like HubSpot. We use that here. Uh, make sure you have a structured way to track and follow up on your leads. Um, three, don't lose that card. Uh, some people use card scanners. There's this app called Full Contact. Sometimes I just take pictures of the cards and forward them to my assistant. Uh, you know, whatever you do, do not lose that card. Uh, when you don't follow up and you aren't uh, being respectful of that investor interest and you come back around for a second time on another project, they're going to remember that. Four, emails. Make sure you are communicating to people. You have a regular form of communication with them. Not every communication is about investment, but you're building a relationship. Uh, maybe you're sharing some insights. You're sort of you know looking to give uh, and build a relationship there where you're becoming a valuable resource for that investor. Five, virtual assistants. Uh, we've tried all sorts of assistance, virtual, uh, cal you know, my next point is Calendly, uh, these sort of calendaring tools. You just got to be really mindful of those uh, being respectful to the investors. You know, remember, it's the golden rule. He or she who has the gold rules. So you need to work with them and uh, make sure that you are giving them sort of the white glove treatment when you're uh, communicating back and forth, trying to schedule calls. So make sure you follow up and you're very respectful. Uh, all right, let's talk about two-minute pitch. Two-minute pitch. This is a very common pitch format that um, is often one of the things that keeps our founders up at night. You know, they've been working for, you know, seven, eight weeks on this five-minute pitch, and they feel like they've nailed it, and then we ask them to do the two-minute pitch, and it sort of like throws them into a tailspin. It's not that hard. It's actually a situation truly where less can be more, and the work gone into building out the five-minute pitch, uh, hitting those 13 points can be refined down into these seven points in a two-minute pitch. So let's talk about it. I don't think you'll be too surprised. Point one, slide one, intro, state the problem. Two, how big is that target addressable market? Three, transition to revealing the solution uh, and a demo. Four, talking about traction. Five, introducing the team. Six, uh, investment ask, use of funds. And seven, three, three reasons to invest and a thank you. So uh, seven slides bang, 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 two-minute pitch, you will find that you will love this format once you get comfortable with it. So don't be afraid to dive in. Now, bonus, investor communications. Once you've secured the investment, how do you manage that investor? It's really important to be thoughtful about this. And also be understanding in your investment documents if there's any information rights and request for regular updates. So make sure you read through those investment docs. Um, here's what I recommend for investor communications. Send them a quarterly update. Um, in that update, you will re-include your company description because if things have changed, you want to alert the investors of a pivot you want to include any updates on your product or your solution, right? Have you found new 
uh, opportunity with that product? Have you developed a new feature or functionality? Right? You want to make sure they're aware of where the product evolution and development is. Three, team updates. Have there been any changes? Did you hire new people? Did you fire anyone? Did you bring on new advisors? Has anyone done anything exceptional that you want to call out? Four, traction report. How's the business going? Um, what are you... What was your performance relative to the key metrics that you're tracking your KPIs? Did you achieve those KPIs? Did you not? If not, why? If you exceeded them, why? Uh, make sure you are tracking certain numbers and updating your investors on a regular basis for those numbers. Five, financial summary. This can be really simple. Um, we increased our monthly recurring revenue from 5 to 7K, and we decreased our burn from 12 to 11K or something else. Uh, make sure you're giving communication to your investors around the financials of the business. Six, capital raised to date. How much capital have you raised? Seven, estimated company valuation. And we like to use mark to market, which is a valuation based on the last round of funding for uh, early stage companies. And then finally, what is the ask of your investors? A good investor wants to help. They just need to be asked. So make sure you're giving them that opportunity. So uh, that is my how to pitch presentation. Hopefully it's been valuable to you. Remember, this is a journey. You don't become a great pitch man or woman uh, overnight and practice, practice, practice makes permanent. And when I say practice, I mean standing up with your slides on a screen or a computer um, and pitching to a person. There's nothing better than live practice. Well, that's where we're going to leave it. As always, if you have a topic you'd like to learn more about, send us an email at info at canopyboulder.com. Also keep in mind we are accepting applications for our fall accelerator class until the end of August. So if you or anyone you know wants to rapidly grow your business or get some seed funding, check us out at canopyboulder.com backslash apply for more information. Now for the disclaimers. Uh, please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.